Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. The world has gotten even stranger than you already know. These guys come from legend. They're basically gods. Take that off. What are you? Genius, billionaire, playboy, philanthropist. People in this room, which one is A, wearing a spangly outfit, and B, not of use? You people are so petty. Sir, please put down the spear. Simply marvelous. Oh, hello, hello. Welcome to Simply Marvelous. This is a podcast where we watch the Marvel movies in order. My name's Karen Wheatley. I'm Reese Dickelson. I'm George Mooney. And today we're talking about Captain America. Rogers, Stephen. Just give me a chance. Sorry, son. You're saving your life. General Patton has said that wars are fought with weapons, but they are won by men. Our goal is to create the greatest army in history. I should be going with you. Look, I know you don't think I can do this. This isn't a back alley, Steve. It's war. But every army begins with one man. He will be the first in a new breed of super soldiers. Why me? Because the weak men lose the value of strength, lose the value of power. They will personally escort Adolf Hitler to the gates of hell. Bang! Bang, bang, bang! Bang, 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 bang. That's sort of the rest of the trailer. And the rest of the movie. And the rest of the movie. I think my favourite part of this movie is that it opens with the words, we're in. They are the first two words. I love the idea of sitting down to write a script. We're in. You wouldn't want to hear that in the bedroom. No. Reese, please tell us what the movie's about. Stanley Tucci gives a makeover to Anne Hathaway and now Miranda Priestley, played by Tommy Lee Jones, has to impress Anne, uh, is so impressed by Anne Hathaway that she is Captain America now. But, uh-oh, the Matrix has a magic cube and is furious because he had an allergic reaction to a face mask he bought on sale at Chemist Warehouse. Yep. So now he wants to kill Hitler, which sounds like a good thing, but in this context isn't great. <laughs> Can Anne Hathaway defeat Australian Matrix Man before he uses the Rubik's Cube to destroy New York and Hitler, Captain America? You know I love a wartime period piece, you know, so straight away I was excited, but also not familiar with this particular piece of World War II history. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It really is very... um, 
I, I mean, we watched it today. I really did kind of go at one point like, oh, this is the Devil Wears Prada. <laughs> like when, <laughs> when Stanley, Tucci, Stanley Tucci makeover. Yeah, when he's like, oh, well, I can, I can fix you. Don't worry about it. It's the same yeah. movie. I think it's. I think this is the the devil wears Hugo Boss is. Um, and it kind of ends the same way as well. She sacrifices herself. He sacrifices himself. It's the yeah. same movie. This is the devil wears Prada. <laughs> the end. Goodbye. I'm finished with this podcast. <laughs> well, look. The thing that I realised when I was going through my notes of this movie is that I can't remember a good portion of it. <laughs> but I was, again, pleased that there was an elven Lord of the Rings character, yeah. Hugo. So he's a kind of breakaway Nazi guy, but he also becomes like a red salamander. Uh, the Red Skull is his name. He's red a, Skull. Very, he's a very old character. He's like the main kind of villain in, in the Captain America. Yeah. But he's sort of like, oh, Voldemort's got a rash. Yeah. Because I think he was like a metaphor. I mean, it, because these came out not long after the war. I think was right? it during? Maybe was it like a was it a pep pep me up during no, I, the war? I think Stanley. I think Stanley isn't that old. I was wondering that, and that was a question I meant to Google or ask you. When did the comics come out? When I mean, they look, I definitely could have looked this up. Is before. there any way we could know that? I don't no. think there is. No. Moving on. Ah, well, nineteen forty-one is the first Captain America comic. Wow. So it was wartime. It was which during the war. Explains why it's so propagandary. Yeah. Which I guess they sort of bring in a little bit, don't they, where you actually see them reading the comic of Captain America during the war. Oh, yeah. Because well, it really were, happened. Because they really were. It really happened. I like that Captain America is the only American soldier in a kid's costume. Yep. Know? I still, the mind boggles so often that planes used to be, like war planes used to be just a man sitting in an uncovered biplane throwing bombs oh, over. Just... Like that's, mm. that's crazy talk mm. and very funny. And then one day they went, maybe we could put a, a roof on this. <laughs> and even then it wasn't great. <laughs> My grandmother said to me once, well, it's so much easier now they fly above the clouds. I was like, excuse me? <laughs> yeah. Wow, you don't have to dodge the buildings anymore. Yeah. We fly straight through those cities. (laughs) So did you take this movie as being kind of like, yay for the weedy guy? Yeah. 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 And it made me go, get on roids. That's all you've got to do. (laughs) Well, that's what I thought. Absolutely get on steroids. Of the whole film, take Mm. steroids. Yeah. (laughs) It's kind of, it is, yeah. Because, I mean, it's sort of the equivalent race would be like, oh. The equivalent plot would be you going to entertain the troops and then accidentally getting roped into killing Bin Laden. Like that's, yep, it's kind of would be the same plot. Yeah, no, but, but I'm not taking beatings in an alleyway anymore. <laughs> oh, God. No, I stopped that. Yeah. Oh, God. I liked it too much. <laughs> but it is, it's like, ah, oh, yes, yeah, skinny, the worst thing a man can be. Well, he's, no, but he's just little. He's little and he's an orphan. skinny. And he's disconcertingly yeah. CGI'd that way. It's it, yeah. You can't not be thinking about it constantly. And you can sort of see that line around the edge. But then just talks really low. They filmed that by literally <laughs> filming it four times and smashing it together. Like once with him, like regular size with all the actors, uh, once with him in front of a green screen, once with the little guy in, in front of a green screen, and once with the little guy in the real place, and then they just kind of mashed them Whoa. all up together. Oh. So they did a kind of blending of him and a small man. Yes. So that is a real man. Wow, that's fascinating. I always find it fascinating when you hear about how most scenes are filmed from five or six different angles and how the hell you would get any consistency in your acting or any 
genuine feeling. I mean, not that yeah. you need a whole lot of consistency or feeling in a Marvel movie. No. <laughs> I would say that I feel like this is, we're watching it today and I said, this is, this feels like the first time uh, Anthony Hopkins in Thor was the canary down the mine of good actors that were like, mm. maybe mm. I should be in these Marvel movies. And then bang, you've got like Tommy, Tommy Lee Jones, who's, you know, made some questionable choices. Uh, he's a well-regarded he's actor. He's a well-regarded actor. Stanley Tucci. Yeah. Um, Hugo Weaving. Hugo Weaving. Like, you've Hugo suddenly Weaving. got, like, Oscar Oscar nominees and Oscar Hugo's Weaving. little mate. What's his name? Um, Toby Jones. Yes. Toby Jones. He's great. Yeah. You want to be a baddie, though, don't you? Oh, absolutely. My kingdom. My kingdom to be a baddie. He's got that bit where um, he realises that Red Skull's worse than Hitler. And he has that little look to be like... Oh no, he's going to he's going to take over from Hitler, and so the direction for that scene is right. Bit of sympathy for Hitler, please, uh, if <laughs> yeah. we can. Uh, <laughs> where you want to put your character? That's the space you're in right now. You feel a bit of pity for Adolf Hitler. One of my favourite things is is that they were like, how can we make him seem like double Hitler? I know we'll make them when they hire him put up both their hands. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of actors joining this movie, Chris Evans apparently turned this role down three times oh. before accepting it because he was worried about the incursion it might have on his private life. But Robert Downey Jr. convinced him by saying that he could pick, after doing this, he could pick any film he wanted and uh, neither of those things have happened. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Well, the, the thing is, like, Robert Downey Jr. comes from a skewed point of view uh, because when he, like, this was his, like, comeback and he was like, guys, I don't do crack anymore. And they were mm. like, you can do any movie you want. You're a great actor. Chris Evans was like, I was in Not Another Teen Movie and this. <laughs> oh, no. He was pretty good in Not Another Teen Movie, though. You know, he was only paid, I mean, not only, but he was paid $300,000 for this first movie. Really? Which is a, a lot of money, but not, no. considering that Iron Man had made like I mean, I'd a take billion it. dollars. Oh, yeah, I'd do it. In a heartbeat. I mean, I'd do it. Especially now. Chris Evans does some good running in this film, which must have been difficult with all that bulk. That fucking bit. He really does. When the capsule opens, I mean, yeah. Get me another seat. So, what do we think <laughs> happened to his dick? Oh, you what, you reckon he got a little injection in his in his wang? Do we reckon there was a change there? For no, the rest of his body. Change? I reckon he already had a big dick for a little guy. Yeah, uh, like, it probably shrank down because of the um roids. the roids. Yeah. Oh yeah. The only thing to go in reverse. The only bit that won't grow some is your favourite part. As the drunk ex-Nazi doctor is sitting over you, <laughs> admitting admitting that he's got a hangover. A little, a little more than I would have liked. <laughs> Excuse me? You're about to inject me with, I don't know what. Yeah, I reckon little Captain America, not his dick, I mean like small <laughs> before he got turned into Captain America. Yeah. Is like the little epi- cat. He has the is the epitome of big dick energy. Yeah. Epitome of it. Yeah, yeah. Like he's yeah. just in an alleyway getting beaten to fuck, keeps standing up. Desperate to get mm. himself killed at war because that's apparently a life well lived. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thinking about it, because he's an orphan, right? Like his parents both died in the war. I think he he's not brave. He's just he's really sad. He's yeah. really depressed. Like mm. this is just a very long suicide attempt. It <laughs> really is because he's bullied and bullied. You can't yeah. help that it really is not helping the your body image issues of the young boys watching, because also you know that thing where 
our leading lady, whose name I can't remember, she is only interested the second he gets muscled, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that if there's a if there's any lesson to anyone, it's fuck little guys. They might have surprisingly big dicks. Mm. Well, a big dick is the best when it's a surprise, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. I wow. <laughs> I would say she is the best female character we've seen in a Marvel movie so far. Which doesn't make any sense considering it is set in the 40s and every other movie we've seen so far has either been set in uh, present time or Norse time. (laughs) (laughs) Which is all time, I think. Well, yeah, I mean, if we have a look at... um, This is one of our ongoing tests, the Bechdel test, and this film actually passes it because at the start, when they're going into the secret base in New York, the grandma with the gun talks to Peggy about the weather. And that's the only other subject there is. Apart from men. Yeah. So those are um, covered. So, so there we go. <laughs> Poor grandma. With the, I bet someone had to talk them into letting her be the guard. So it was like, come on. Like, she's been in the service for 50 years. She's <laughs> really good. The one time she's holding a giant Tommy gun, she just shoots the roof for a while. <laughs> yeah. I mean, sure, she's just been shot in the pelvis, and that would make my aim not great. Don't shoot the grandma. Don't shoot the grandma. Oh. In my family, we used to say, don't shoot the messenger. But... Uh, <laughs> Maybe grandma worked for the post. Don't shoot the grandma. <laughs> hey, don't shoot the grandma. The foreshadowing in this movie is strong. Indeed, it, it's probably the most famous foreshadow in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, yeah. Do you want me to say what the thing is? Mm. Yes, please, Reese. I might have missed it. <laughs> so the end of Endgame, the very last thing you see in Endgame. So we're about to spoil. Don't spoil Endgame. I haven't seen that yet. Fuck. Okay, well, we, won't, we can't say it then. No, I haven't seen oh. that one. Have I? Okay, well, wow. we'll leave it. Well, then, just know, <laughs> just know that in this movie... It's the biggest movie event of the last 10 years. Infinity you're doing a podcast War? about... No. <laughs> doing a podcast about this very series and you haven't seen it. But that's, that's okay. Just know that in this movie that you've just watched is one of the, like, all-time foreshadows <gasps> callbacks for the this entire is the series. First Avenger. She comes back and they have a date. That's nice. You'll see. You'll see. Um, Small Man in Big Machine, uh, that comes up a lot in Marvel movies. I mean, that is the plot of this movie, isn't it? Is um, There's a small man in a big machine, which is just his, his own body. Yeah. Mm. Now, now, do we know, obviously we know the magic blue swirly cube is significant. The Tesseract. Um, and we know it belongs to Thor's daddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do we know how it got to Nazi Germany or we're not sure? Have Did we, was that mentioned? No. In the start, he goes. He tossed that down. In yeah. This, yeah. Someone's dropped it, haven't they? Oh, hmm. shit. I, I just had it. Well, I think, isn't it like, did he give it to people sometimes to keep them warm? <laughs> Someone was buried with it because there was the old man from Harry Potter. The groundskeeper from Harry Potter was like. Hagrid? Well, who's the old man with the cat? Dumbledore? <laughs> Filch. 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 He was like, you and Hitler, and what's, where's my accent? I don't know. They broke into the ancient ruins of something. At the start, yeah, but the so the question start. is how did it get there? Yes, uh, yes. I don't know. But, but we did, last we saw was, what's his name? British guy, waving. very, very pale, nice manners. Prince William. Evil brother of Thor. Oh, yeah, Tom Hiddleston. Tom Hiddleston. Tom Hiddleston. He took it, didn't he? But different t- different times. But different that's times. in the future because this is set in sepia time. Oh, for fuck's sake. 
But how do you know the future is space? Space is very, very old, current. Because they go to Earth for a bit. <laughs> Famously. Oh, they... yeah, they do, they do, they do. That's when Natalie yeah. Portman's there. <laughs> yeah. Okay, everyone's back. We're all back. So I think that's almost that's almost the, the <laughs> earliest time we see the Tesseract because later on when we see it, I mean, people, if people listen to this podcast, <laughs> if you've made it they this far. hate us. Like... <laughs> We've made. So, I've been thinking about it in past episodes. I've made so many, so many mistakes. Mm. I've said so many things that yeah, are it's not really absolutely that. incorrect. <laughs> Certainly not about, I'm that. Just, not about that. I'm just picking it up. I'm just We've saying. We've set the expectations. Yeah. It is marvellous how simple you are. <laughs> a lot of bang, 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 pop, pop, pop in this film. Um, one that stood out to me was when Cap says, what do you think of my shield? And Peggy opens fire. Yeah. How do we? Th- what do we think of this as a flirting move um, to open fire on the one you potentially love? It's very backstage at a comedy club. <laughs> mm. It's certainly strong. It's It'll strong, an isn't impression. it? Imagine yeah. she'd accidentally got him in the head, and then the credits rolled. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. <laughs> oh. Oh. I was wondering if there are cool stories about the sound effects, like there are with. Um, Star Wars, you know, how like Chewie, his little is like oh. walrus and pretty, other pretty animals. And yeah. then um, Jabba the Hutt, I think his kind of like s- creepy sloshy sound is like someone stirring curry. Oh, and no. There's another you know what one. kind? What is like a vindaloo? <laughs> Spicy curry. Lightsaber. What's a lightsaber is like feedback on from a TV speaker or something like that. I was, I was trying to, well... Nat, that's a lie. I didn't look it up. But I was wondering <laughs> if <laughs> there were similar stories. Because <laughs> I think there's that definitely that thing where, you know, each character has a bit of a musical theme or a bit of a sound effecty theme, which then yeah. when they later revisit, you get that coming back. I'm into all yep. that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Because it sort of reminds you of their character, I guess, doesn't it? Yeah. And also very clever that. because you can, even if they're not on screen, you can bring their theme back. Yeah. And know that, oh, they'll be back in a, just a hot minute. They'll be back. Well, we were yeah. saying the other night, I can't think of, we were watching something with John Williams on it. Mm. Williamson? No, Williamson is the <laughs> Australian singer. Very different. Very different. Uh, John, John Williams. And when was the last? Hey, true. I'd love, I'd love hey, Star Wars. True. The start of Star Wars. It's just, hey, hey true. Blue. <laughs> like, when was the last time mm. a movie had a, like a theme that everyone, like, is a reference. Yeah, you know because, I mean? like, you know, everyone talks about Hans Zimmer at the moment, but he doesn't really have sort of catchy it's like, melodies. Oh, yeah, the, the Batman theme. <laughs> yeah, Dunkirk. You know, when you look at some of John Williams where, you know, they really think about them. Mm. Like, the Star Wars is, um, he's reaching for something, so like, duh, duh, and then he has some setbacks. Duh, duh, duh. And he mm-hmm. reaches again. It's like that melody is yeah. meant to be a melodic version of the plot of the film. I mean, who the fuck has the time? Well, he does. <laughs> he has the time and the money. <laughs> be cool if you just had a stave. It could be actually have just been really lazy. He just got the stave and he's like, so what happens here? He goes up a hill, yeah. falls <laughs> yeah. off. There's an angry yeah. battle. Yeah. And then, I mean, this is more of a visual thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Up and down there, sad yeah. bit. And then be like, what's that sound like? Oh, it's quite good. The other cool fact about Star Wars is the... Oh, um, <laughs> okay. 
No, we're watching. We're, we're talking about Cap. Um, <laughs> Welcome back to Star Wars, my podcast about Star Wars. On Star Sex Appeal, there's obviously, I mean, the Chris Evans has been working out reveal is amazing. He's yeah. like, that I'd... reveal of like, look at the hours he's put into this. <laughs> I had like a funny, I had like a funny feeling in my tummy, like that feeling you, you would get when you were like a young teenager. Like, I don't understand sexuality, but I, I want this. I had like a, like it was, it was almost not sexual. It was just like kind of. I knew I was gay when meme. Yeah. But I was like, it was visceral. Like it was just like a, it was my low, my lower tummy, my lower tummy. Yeah. It's just like was like oh yeah. Mm. I think I, I it doesn't really do that to me. I feel like I just see hours at gym. That's what I mean. You just look at the time. Yeah. I think maybe what I want with the I don't want to have sex with those people. I just want to maybe like accidentally yeah. bounce off, wouldn't you? Well, it hurt. It would hurt. Ping. It would hurt. Very yeah. firm. It wouldn't yeah. be nice. But I do want to like walk like in on them. I want to walk in on them accidentally. Yeah. Like oh sorry oh so just so it's all in there. I'd be just, fine with seeing them come out of a lake, you know? Yeah. 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 I'd be that fine with seeing them come. Yeah. <laughs> Don't need the lake. <laughs> yeah. Make a lake. <laughs> there was that bit when he's fighting Hugo Weaving and Hugo's like, I've seen the future. There are no flags. And I was like, mm. oh, that's quite good, actually. No, that sounds yeah. quite progressive. And that's a very Lenin. Sort yeah. of orderless. Yep. And then he just breaks it. Imagine all the people. I absolutely yeah. thought you meant le- the other Lenin. <laughs> Let's have a look. Let's see, let's see what David Stratton reckons. He said... Is he still with us? Yeah. Okay. He said... Um, How dare you? <laughs> he said, it's very, very well done. Three and a half stars. Now, it's brevity like that that makes you one of the top <laughs> critics. Yeah. That's it. Did Margaret just say, oh, David? That's it. <laughs> People on the internet, however, when they review this movie, no such brevity. Lot to say. Occupant room 6277. Another Marvel atrocity. Spoiler G What a waste of money I was unfortunate enough to catch a viewing of this uh, Film On its opening night And I honestly had high expectations But not unlike Thor It fell very, very short Here are a few of the problems I had with the movie This guy sounds great This guy (laughs) has a big dick One, no development With everything No character development, no plot development, and no emotional development. Two, mediocre acting. Enough said. Three, it was too over the top. Four, the plot itself. Five, the technology. Oh. Did he mean the cameras they filmed it on? (laughs) He knows it was set in World War II. (laughs) They had to to crank it. Yeah. Um, What did we think? How did did we feel? Are we on David's side or Octoroom 6277? Well, oh. I watched with my mum and brother, and so oh. I asked them for some quick three-word reviews. Mrs. Mooney! Yeah. Mum said... Mr. Mooney. Disconcerting biceps, also noisy. Mm. <laughs> Very noisy. <laughs> What's a noisy movie? <laughs> my brother said, don't make me do that. And then he said... <laughs> <laughs> Modern day propaganda. Yeah. I mean, it's not wrong. (laughs) It's not wrong. I remember seeing this at the movies. Today is probably the fifth time I've seen it, like, over the years. And we watched it a couple weeks ago, and then we watched it again today. And I was still... I still kind of enjoy it. I think out of all of the Marvels so far, it's the most I've been like, wee! Like, it's... (laughs) Well, because they do a bit with the Marvel stuff. Like, so, um, the first shot of Toby Jones with his face on on the screen, later on... In the, I think this is in the comic books. He becomes a robot, 
and that is so his consciousness is put into it and that's what he looks like. So that's like a little fun there's just lots ah. of mm. that type of little fun stuff. They've yeah. leveled up, haven't they? They've got, you know, the actors They've realized. Yeah. They've yeah. like starting to weave threads like that through it. There's but, there's clearly things in here that they know they're gonna pay off in like Twelve films time, but they're still not like the sexy movies that they become. Like I remember thinking, like at the very start when he's running after the cab, the guy. Lots of running. It's it's silly, but it's also so they're much. not. It's not like, you know, by the time we get to Black Panther, there's all these like very slow motion, like scratching down car, running up walls type of. Mm. Like it's still a pretty. It's an action. It's a pretty basic action movie. Yeah, totally. Yeah. They, don't, they don't quite have the tech. But he's but there's so much chasing of he runs after the car at the start. Yeah. Then then he swims after a submarine and catches it. <laughs> this is a man who caught up to a sub submarine. Yep. And a, and a submarine. And a submarine. <laughs> uh, then he's chasing the plane. Yep. It's it's a romp. It's it is a, a bit of a romp. romp. What do you say, Georgia? Where do you put it in your rankings? Number one, you've got Iron Man two, then Thor, then the Incredible Hulk, then Iron Man. Oh boy, number three, please. I think after oh. Thor. I think so. After Thor, before Hulk and Iron Man. I'm I'm gonna pop it in number two. I still like Iron Man two. Mm-hmm. Yep. I like it more than Thor, mm-hmm. and more than uh, I mean, you know, I'd like I'd like to be beaten up in an alley more than I like Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> My ratings are Iron Man and Iron Man 2, then Thor, then The Incredible Hulk. How unfortunate to be so wrong. And <laughs> Reese gets really mean at this point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, think, I definitely think it's one of the better of them. Like, mm-hmm. I think it's it's pulling things, it's pulling the scripts better. Um, I am almost considering putting it at the top. Wow. <laughs> this is good telly. <laughs> <laughs> I think... I think I'm going to put it at the top. Um, I think it's really watchable. Like I, I could watch it again. I think there's really good performances that you could watch again. Yeah. And so there's depth in it. Wow. Isn't that fun? What's next? Ooh. Good question. Marvel's The Avengers. Ooh. Oh, that's right. I'm so excited about this. It came out on my birthday in 2012. Oh, what did you do for your birthday in 2012, Carmen? I think I went and saw The Avengers. Yeah, I think we went to go see it together. Yeah, I think we did. See you next week. Bye! Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.